0: In other words, their efforts create such an applause riot that they have difficulty leaving the stage and thus stop the action of the program. They did three encores at the performance we witnessed and even then the cash customers wanted more. Another review of the same show on a different night stated that their droll, rural comedy antics brought continued applause when they appeared Saturday afternoon doing a little bit of everything and each little bit in a finished manner. Annie, for instance, proved herself to be a capable pianist and xylophone player, while Judy's voice seemed capable of countless variations and manipulations. The group yodeled, sang mountain songs, and disported themselves in a manner which won instant popularity. The burgeoning canovas also appeared as part of the vaudeville act following Edward G. Robinson's 1932 film The Hatchet Man. One reviewer extolled that The Three Georgia Crackers has no equal on the vaudeville stage today. They were often applauded by critics for the close vocal harmony and hillbilly style from Judy and Zeke and excellent piano work from Annie. Rudy Vallée caught their act and signed at least Judy on for his Fleischmann's Yeast Hour in 1933, which most sources credit as being Judy's big radio break. After that... NBC Radio signed the trio for six months before songwriter-producer Lou Brown signed them for his Calling All-Stars show, which starred Gertrude Neeson, Jack Whiting, and Mitzi Mayfair. During that time, the misnamed Four Canovas were negotiating with European managers to do a tour of English music halls and European theaters after Calling All-Stars. Sometime during the run of Calling All Stars, it was announced in the press that they had changed their professional name to the Four Canovas, though with Pete now handling the business affairs and never mentioned publicly in relation to their performances, obviously this never came about. Of Calling All Stars, Brooks Atkinson of the New York Times wrote, Since Judy Canova and a whole flock of Canovas are in the cast, and since the idea, Hillbilly Sketch in a Mountain Cabin, is soundly comic, Last of the Hillbillies may be set down as the most diverting incident in Lou Brown's Circus. Another New York City reviewer's take on the fact that the trio was an astonishing hit was because you couldn't expect 14th Street to enter with such a degree of warmth into the spirit of a hillbilly turn like this, but they did, probably getting a kick out of the exaggerations of rube awkwardness the act uses by way of comedy. Yet another paper praised this Saturday matinee audience turned somersaults in their seats over the hilarious last of the hillbillies skit. It was a routine in which a cabin full of mountain hillbillies is taking pot shots at theatrical agents bent on kidnapping the last of their scruffy country musicians for work on radio and stage. Another amusing number in the show was Lou Holtz and Phil Baker singing a quick mountain ballad at Judy. One December twenty-second, 1934 review stated that the sketches lacked originality and the material was generally stodgy and uninspired, but called Judy the applause hit of the show. Doing her inimitable gargling of one reprise and later appearing for an amusing session with Messieurs Baker and Holtz, she panics the customers, wringing down in the finale a hand that tied the show into knots. But even with all the good press, the show closed with a loss of $150,000 after four weeks. As the review was in a Warner Brothers theater on Broadway, two of the cast members, Judy and Everett Marshall, were salvaged for Warner Brothers film contracts. The Canovas didn't have to worry, as there was no shortage of the theaters wanting them. When they appeared in Vaudeville's Golden Gate Theater, a reviewer stated, Everything goes rustic and even the curtain is good old-fashioned red and white check calico when Annie Judy and Zeke famed three georgia crackers take the stage mountain ballads and dances are the forte of these three from radio land they haven't been long in the city judging from zeke's overalls and the uncreased freshness of judy's hair ribbon a might embarrass too by all the applause or maybe they're just pretending like during the stage tour the trou-